Hey there, you're listening to another episode of Stuttering is Cool. I am your host, Daniela Rossi. You, you, you can call me Danny. It's a lot, uh, it, it makes a lot more sense sometimes. <laughs> My name is an Italian, Italian name uh, for boys, but unfortunately, over here in North America, it's a girl's name. So that's where all the confusion lies. <laughs> any, any, anywho. Speaking of international, today's episode will be all will be uh, all about um, the international stuttering. No, sorry, and <laughs> I got this wrong. See, usually I cut this out and then I do another take, but I'm not. I'm not going to this time. Uh, the more takes I do, the less I stutter. And already, when I speak by myself. Stutter a lot less now. Yesterday I had a huge stuttering day, but I digress. I'm speaking with someone who, um, during the interview, we will be touching on the International Congress of Stutter, International Stuttering Congress. <laughs> I have no show notes. This is embarrassing. With apologies to the ISA people, uh, today's episode will touch on. The recent conference that held that took place in Buenos Aires, in Argentina, of the International Stuttering Association, um, and this interview took place in a rather loud, unfortunately. <laughs> My name is Obim Okongo. Yeah, so you just came back from uh, Argentina. Yes, it's that was um, about two. Three weeks ago. Ah. Well, time, well, time flies. <laughs> what were you doing there? <laughs> Actually, oh, well, I went around, around Argentina. Obviously, the the IISA was part of it, mm-hmm. but I've I've never been to South America. Oh, okay. And um, it just felt well. I did think about going to the the ISA. And Argentina, it was a chance for me to actually visit the country and that continent. So I decided to make it a, a full vacation, you know, two weeks and some days. So, yeah, the conference was in, in Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, kind of went around, uh, went down south to El Calafate. That's, uh, it's in the, in the Patagonia region. That was where they, where they they have the glaciers. It's oh, wow. uh, the biggest glacier is not far from Calafate. It's called Peri, Peri, Perito Moreno. Okay. <laughs> and then I went to Iguazu, a bit north. Then uh, uh, Colonia del Sacramento, which is uh, in Uruguay. But it's a uh, it's a one hour ferry trip from from Buenos Aires. Okay. And then Buenos Aires. Did you, uh, did you travel by by yourself? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So how was it? Uh, like uh, like stutter wise? Like did you ever get into any situations? Um, stuttering or you know was it an issue? Because you're probably talking with your hands. Pointing well, at things. You know <laughs> that is it's it's really interesting because hey, say you you meet somebody, you want to ask for something, directions or a question. You're trying to speak Spanish. From the listener's point of view, he or she is not quite sure 
like you may you could stumble a bit no is it stuttering or is it that you're trying to you know recall words so it was not really an issue in that sense because I mean, it wasn't really as if I was, I was stuck. Never but, tell, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think my, my issue when it, when it comes to stuttering is really about, I'm always concerned about another person's um, perception, which I'm trying to work on. Yeah. Uh, so with, with that, in my head, it was, well, they don't really, they can't tell what's, what's going on. Uh, from their point of view, likely it's just that I'm trying to speak a language. Yeah. So they they feel actually um, quite impressed and helpful because you're trying, but speaking not just just speaking speaking in speaking in English, as some tourists will do. You just speak, just as in like everybody should 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 should, should understand English. Yeah. So they appreciate appreciate the the effort. So I mean it's. I really found the Argentinians quite, um, um, you know, receptive and um, you know very very welcoming in that sense. Yeah. Uh, because also, actually during the conference when we all go out to say have coffee or have dinner, um, a number of people there, you know, some 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 some, some people are quite com- comfortable with their their speech, their stuttering. They don't really mind. They don't really care, which is great. Yeah. And I'm trying to, to, to get there where I don't have to to uh, to to worry about you know how I'm being perceived. Yeah. So yeah, people actually just just touching freely, and I was kind of impressed by the response from the listeners. You know, you know, kind of you know look at the person, make eye contact, you know no funny behaviors yeah I, mean, I was quite surprised i'm not sure perhaps because they said we were too i don't know what what it was uh, but i didn't really observe anyone that actually reacted in a very negative way so i was quite i was quite impressed that way that's nice that's yeah. great yeah we always we always need those days those yeah. nice positive experiences yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. was so you know, like you know, I, I, I can even remember living in Argentina and feeling this has been a great trip. Oh, that's great. In all respects. Yeah. So uh, tell us about uh, the ISA this, this year. What, uh, like, how was it? What did okay. they talk about? And like, the whole, the whole, describe the whole experience. Okay, let, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me try. Uh, it's, it was my first uh, ISA, ISA conference. Oh, okay. Um, so, can't have anything or anywhere to compare it to. Yeah. Um, so, I guess I, I came in there quite, you know, without without expectations. I've really only been to two two conferences for people who starter, and that's that's in in Canada, the one in Toronto which I organized, as well as uh, in Montreal. So I went to Buenos Aires, you know, without much expectations. But I, I kind of tend to be different because uh, most 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 conferences I well I've been to and I hear about, 
are held in a hotel. This was held in the medical, in the, in the university, within the medical faculty. Oh, okay. So the main hall, uh, like in a hotel, you, you may have the banquet hall, or the main hall. The main hall was, was in, was the, um, I don't recall what it's called, but it's like an auditorium. Oh, okay. Like, you know, the biggest. So the, the lecture hall? Like, in know, a way, you're yeah. A, you're a typical university Hall, yeah, right? but it would probably be the biggest hall in the faculty. Oh, I see. Because it's kind of like a theater setting. Right, uh, and a huge, huge screen, I guess. And yeah. yeah, it can put up oh, okay. the screen, but it's set, it's set like a theater. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a round that way. And then like um, uh, a presence of a whale, you know, with uh, two, yeah, two levels. So it's quite big. Oh, okay. That was the main hall. And then there were two other breakout rooms, well, workshop rooms. Oh, okay. Uh, in total, there probably were about 350 delegates to the, the conference. Wow. Um, uh, but I would say more than half will probably have come from South America. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, most would probably be from Argentina, you know, some from uh, Venezuela. Um, Guatemala, I think well, Peru, I, I think I met someone from Peru, maybe Mexico. Those were the main, uh, most, most, of, most of, the, of, the, of the, the, the delegate. Now, you had also a group of people from around the world, a um, couple from Canada. I would say probably we were about um, five from Canada. Really? Then you had a few people from the US, a couple from Holland. They had to come both for the conference as well as to um, to pitch, you know, to deliver their pitch on having to host the next uh, conference. You know, first people from Iceland, someone from Sweden, and England. Yeah, I <laughs> need uh, from uh, Sweden. Uh, a couple from Germany, um, one from Nepal, one from Zambia, one from Burkina Faso. From all over. Yeah, and I think two from uh, France. So, what was the uh, what was the language spoken? Was it English? Was it Spanish? Was it, it was both, you know. And that I have to give them praise for that because uh, sometimes you may some conference. I think. You will have the English workshops and the other language workshops, that be French or Spanish. But this, all workshops were, were given, and as well as the keynote, the keynote speeches, were given in both languages. So you have the speaker who obviously speak in his or her own, own language, then you have the interpreters. Wow. So you know, people wear the um, oh. whatever the, um, the headset, uh, yeah. and then as the person is speaking, it's being translated, and it was quite good. I was quite impressed. because wow. I actually told a couple of them that um, that I'm quite impressed. And there was one guy there that I could swear he probably didn't grow up in Argentina because he didn't really have an accent, oh, okay. and he spoke like you know 
use us to speak. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I asked him if he if he learned learned learned, learned uh, Spanish in Argentina. I said, well, he was born and grew up in Argentina. So I said, how how come you don't really have an accent? Uh, but actually, he he went to how do I explain that now? A school in Argentina, but you know, lots of uh, so, so, say expatriates would go there. Oh, so he was he really interacted much with with um, foreigners. Oh, okay. So in that sense, he didn't he was able to speak English with, without the accent. Yeah. So he was quite good in, in that respect. There were a host of uh, workshops and you know different aspects. Uh, you know, bit about about children. Um, adults, um, self-help, uh, research. Something that what people commented on was that that the conference, compared to others, uh, was heavier on the research aspect of okay. it, uh, which I, I can understand. It's a faculty, um, like it's a university. Yeah, okay. and, and also the organizers of the conference I think there were few or fewer people who started that you know, that organized it. Oh, okay. More of those that organized it were speech language pathologists. Oh, I see. So, in that sense, uh, the workshop that will be given, and you know, um, the extent that they will uh, reach out to to potential um, uh, um, uh, presenters. Or, or, or actually having to give their own workshops, you know, would be skewed to um, to the speech language therapist. So that's what I think um, may have led to that. In addition, they have quite it's a young quite a, a young self self help movement there. Unlike say the the US that is really huge. Canada, yeah, it's good and Europe yeah. <laughs> yeah, so but they are quite young and um, you know, trying to develop. So I can see why that would have occurred. Okay. Uh, yeah, but all on overall was quite was quite good. I enjoyed all the workshops that I attended. You know, some of them given well most of them I attended were given by people who started. A couple from uh, from uh, actual speech therapists. Uh, yeah, so overall, it was quite was quite good. I was quite impressed um, by how much the youth really, really wanted to to learn about self help in, in other countries. Wow, interesting. It does. It did indicate to me that if if there if there is some type of um, uh, what's the right word now? Uh, not joint um, events or interaction. Say the youth from there with uh, the youth in the U.S. or in the in the Europe, or even adults in other countries. I think it will be it will really be helpful for them. Uh, you know, kind of have that. It's like there were two. Two, two sessions organized whereby all the youth the youth that started that were there 
they were all in you know one of the workshop uh, rooms and asked you know a lot of people kind of join them so I joined for one of these of, of the sessions and people from other countries joined you know just you know just sharing experiences uh, you know how What do you do in your countries? Uh, you know, during your meetings. Um, how often do you have your meetings? Um, you know, how do you um, you know re you know reach out and you know to different cities to kind of you know spread that. So it was quite good. Years ago, I used to help coordinate SAT when it was in the Association of Toronto. We used to meet at. Uh, at at a uh, hot house. Ah. So during the conference, you know, when the youth were asking questions, I, I had to I was able to kind of give um, my experiences ah. at SAT. Mm -hmm. What we used to do at the meetings and how often we met. Mm -hmm. So you know it would be I will make an effort to attend the events, you know, see see what happens there, and uh, you know try and connect with some of them that I met there that you know asking questions, mm -hmm. and, and you know and just um, <coughs> you know, share with them more on uh, what's going on, because one lady there said that actually I, I was quite honored she said she wants me to be be her mentor, ah, very nice. uh, you know in in just trying to kind of because she wants to be able to go beyond Buenos Aires because there's really only a self-help in Buenos Aires and it's not really that mature yeah so you know her, her vision her thoughts was actually to try and go go outside of Buenos Aires to other parts of Argentina to help you know begin uh, different self-help groups mm -hmm. so we'll see yeah, that's great yeah yeah, that's what I like about these conferences because you meet, not only do you meet other stutterers in person, but you yeah. learn so much yeah. from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever gone to an, an, um, an NSA conference? Uh, no, but I'll be, I'll be going to the one next month in Fort oh, Worth. me too. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, I think it's, it's been a major factor in my life, you know, in all respects. I think for most people who stutter, at least until this time that they actually dealt with it, mm -hmm. without control, uh, you know, their decisions, their feelings. Um, it's, it's, it, it becomes you, yeah. if, you if you let it. Um, and I, and I, I still recall um, this quote, which I learned last year. And it was given, I think it was given by Woody Starkweather, who said that um, we are all on a path. Suffering can take you away from that path. Oh, I see. That's uh, very good. Yeah, so, because you make these decisions, say career, you know, you assess, you know, you probably want to speak a lot, so you won't go there, yeah. you go here. Uh, you may want to go to a party. Uh, you just, you know what? I won't go. So it's it defined my life in uh, in lots of ways. 
I mean, I can't remember not not quite stuttering. So it would have began when I began speaking. At least that's what my mom said. Um, it's it's taken different degrees over the course of my life. Uh, it was quite bad growing up. It was probably when I when I um, was in university the later years and after because I, I can remember my mom saying um, well your speech has improved I can't recall what actually caused it uh, it may just be that um, I don't know I much there have been more of them the environment probably I was uh, you know more with people that uh, it didn't make me feel you know feel conscious about it and that kind of carried on until I moved to to, uh, to Canada or moved back to Canada I was born here so I would tell, tell, tell people that I moved back here <laughs> <laughs> I didn't move here, I moved back here. Uh, so moving back here, you know, like as immigrants will say when they first come to Canada, it's always difficult, you know, the, you know having to survive in a job, you know, no, no friends, make the friends, you know. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's difficult. Another, and then it naturally puts more pressure on your speech and the way you think about it because you have to go and get a job or go to school in a, in a way you sense that is a limitation or a negative and you're, you're really have, trying to compete with people that actually went to school here and have no accent um, so it's more pressure you know, you want because if you if you try too much, you don't really succeed. That you put you put pressure on yourself. Even in exams, if you're so oh, yeah. if you're so intense, worried, and want really want to do well, you probably wouldn't do as well as if you're relaxed and just relaxed. So it got pretty bad during that phase. Um, it got better, so it it has its waves based on um, on on the the environment. But one thing that I have never quite uh, lost or dealt with is the way I felt about it. Uh, I've always seen it as being a major major negative in my my life. So with that. There is this sense that I have to have lots of positive to counteract that negative. So, in school, I I ensure I do very well. I work so hard. You know, you want you want to excel because you know plus ten minus eight, you get you get two. That's the way I saw it. At work, 
you, I really did, you know, really work so hard. Yeah. Being perfect. It's interesting, but I now look back and say, I, I had, I have always, I had always done well at work. Gotten good uh, feedback, uh, good appraisals, for the promotions. Despite the sense that you know this was so 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 negative, I guess people may not have seen it as such as where I saw it. So wherever I thought maybe I'm I'm, I'm giving around twenty percent of my effort, and perhaps my speech will bring me down to 80%. Perhaps people saw it as um, at 100%. I don't, I don't know, but I've never gotten, gotten really negative um, feedback at work. So there's a pressure I'd put on myself, like so much, uh, you know, so much, you know, maybe you, I have um, a bad experience that will haunt me for days. Yeah. Uh, you know, put me in a Scarred deep down, yeah. depressive state for a long time. So it was all of that, you know, and I felt I, that I had more to offer. I felt I was, you know, there's something else that I need to actually, something, something else that I have to actually let loose, come out. So I had to, to not let this doctrine actually kind of you know force me in a corner. I just have I have to try and break free. So that was what I was I've been going through the past year or so, last year. Um, so led me to actually feel it's time I deal with it. So I, so I know this year would be my year. Yeah, you know, so I decided to, to join Toastmasters. I joined uh, this year. Actually, I, I had to pick a club that, um, that gave me a bit of, um, of um, you know, fear, you know, panic, you know, but <laughs> I couldn't try to actually, you know, yeah. perform. But you know, they're, they're quite good there, I, I have to say. Because I, I visited a number of uh, clubs and um, you know, I didn't feel that, you know, as a way when you say how to speak, you know, you know, in some setting, you kind of have that, that panic that, you know, gosh. <laughs> I didn't feel that in many clubs. I felt it in this club. So I said, you know what, I will, I will join. Maybe I'll follow, I'll follow my face, but fine. <laughs> I have to learn. I have to learn and be okay with having to fall down. I have to be okay with that. I really have to. Um, so I joined my first speech. Um, it was quite, quite tense. Um, you know, quite tense. Uh, but I got through it. And I've done uh, two other speeches. Um, it's a debating club as well. Oh wow! So part of, part of the meeting is a debate on whatever topic that they choose. And part is a speech, speaking, um, speaking, uh, uh, 
part of it. Uh, so, after I did a debate yesterday, and it didn't go well at all. <laughs> because I'm, I'm still trying to understand what happened. And which is good because when you go through these, these issues, and, and you're in that, that, that space where you can say, no, let me understand what happened, than feeling terrible about it. Let me try and understand okay, what really happened. Because my second and third, my, my, my last two, 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 two um, speeches were quite okay. Um, I think what happened yesterday, I decided to you know, push a bit of my boundaries to kind of, to speak off, you know, top of my head, just have, you know, some, some, some blood points. Well, my, 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 my speeches, I've always had it written down. Okay. So I could, in, I could, you know, read from it if I kind of forget. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna go in with the page and just speak from my head, and I, I blanked out. I, I mean, I don't know what. Always I'm... have <laughs> notes, even if they're on small cards. I did the same thing. I have, no, I had, I had notes, but it was not really, you know, you know, later again. I can actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> if it was in that in the format where I could just read it, I could, I could easily just revert back to reading. Yeah. But when I got all panicked and blanked I out, you know what? When you have notes, when you have some play points, you have to build. You know, build some meter around yeah. that. There was, have to, there was have nothing. To know the subject matter. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that it happened in the Toastmasters meeting, not like at your work or yeah. you know a congress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you That's ever uh, consider giving a speech at, uh, at an ISA conference or? I will CSA actually. Or? Well, actually, I'm I'm giving I'm giving a workshop at the CSA. Oh, okay. This year. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what is your top topic? It's it's titled finding I think finding your path or our path. Oh. Uh, because I feel everybody's different. Mm. In the past, I had always, you know, you see someone that has you know attained some fluency or control of their speech, and you feel that's the way it should be. I've come to realize that we are all different. I see stuttering as like a spectrum or a range from say 0 to 10. We all fall at different points on that spectrum. And that I think it's, it's, a, it's a physiological aspect, that spectrum. So some people may actually be close to a 10, whereby, you know, there's the, you know, the, the, physio the, um, the, the physiological aspect of it. Now, you lay on top of that, 
your environment, say your childhood, how maybe your parents may have actually reacted to your your disability. Because for one, I mean, I mean, maybe I've been through it. Um, you know, say when if parents kind of get all anxious about, oh, why is you know, why is being that way? You know, as a child, you sense that, and it 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 makes you feel bad about about the disability. So that's one one layer. Another layer is we are all different on you know, on our personality. Some some people are more are more sens sensitive than others. If you're more sens sensitive, you pick up on those comments easily, and it stays with you. If you're not really sen sens sensitive, it doesn't really get to you. So I think we all have a foundation, different, different level, different uh, make, and we we lay out on top of that layers. So we are all different, and to to deal with the suffering, you have to figure out who you are, understand what your issues are. And tackle those because I've seen a number of people that have addressed it in different ways, different, yeah. totally different. Some people it's just been about fluency techniques, you know, how you easy, easy onset, those stuff. Some people it's been how how they, they saw themselves and their speech. The less they actually felt that that defined them or the less it did affect their self-esteem, the less they worried about it, the less they are, they are stuck in the words. And for some people it's just, you know what, I don't care. I have no plan to, to even try to, to achieve more fluency. I just want to just speak. If you have an issue with it, deal with it. So we all have to find what works for us. So that's really the theme of my workshop. Oh, sounds very, uh, very interesting. So uh, I'm still trying to develop it, and I, I hope I can get it done before then. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for today's program. A uh, uh, big thank you to Aubin for uh, speaking on today's program and sharing with us his experiences. I want to hear from you. Coastutter at gmail.com is the email address to send your recorded sound files that I will play on my next episode. Or rather, the episode after the next one. You see, I'm going to another conference. Yes, the NSA conference is happening in Fort Worth uh, this year, which is in Texas, right beside Dallas. Um, so I'm hoping to do a lot of recording just like I did last year um, go to stirringschool.com I forget the number of the episode but if you just do a search for NSA conference you know you'll find it it's I it's one of my favorite ep ep episodes and that will give you a taste of what um, of what goes on at a stuttering conference or specifically 
the NSA conference of 2010. So um, until next time, uh, may your stuttering be confident. And um, well, I can't wait to uh, share with you uh, my experiences of the NSA conference, which album will will also be there. So I'll uh, try and uh, have him give me an update. Um, okay, well, I'll be off. Ciao.